it's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. For America's climate goals, investing in clean energy adds up. But what doesn't add up is an additionality requirement for clean hydrogen. Additionality would put an unnecessary and inequitable burden on domestic clean hydrogen producers and have serious consequences for America. America needs clean hydrogen, but an additionality requirement just doesn't add up. Get the facts at cleanhydrogentoday.org. Paid for by the Fuel Cell and Hydrogen Energy Association. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Welcome to Success Secrets Exposed with Sally A. Curtis, where we share stories of challenge, success, and inspiration, along with practical tips and strategies to move you forward to your success. And now, here's your host, Sally A. Curtis. Good morning, good evening, and good day to you all. Just a, um, a quick mention too, in a celebration for all of the listeners um, and with great appreciation to let you know that we have actually just been voted in the top 50 Australian female podcasters. So thank you very, very much to everyone that has supported the show to date. Uh, just wanted to share that celebration with you. So those that are new to the show, uh, my background is as a marketing strategist. I specialize in content repurposing for speakers, coaches, and consultants. And it's my role to help you amplify your voice, your message, and your impact. And I have a very, very special guest on the show today, Nancy Matthews, who's going to be talking about the one philosophy. She's actually a leadership sales and marketing expert, also an international speaker, a best-selling author, and she's fondly known as the visionary with guts. And this is because of her willingness to uh, be a trailblazer and to bust through challenges and obstacle, obstacles, turning them into excessively successful advantages. She brings more than 30 years of experience in showing you how you can love what you do and the money will follow. She has an exceptional exceptional genuine care which you'll actually get to experience on the show today um, and her mission statement which I really love is every day she appreciates educates and elevates and as a result she's actually created not one but two million dollar businesses and makes an absolute positive impact on thousands of lives she shared the stage uh, for those in Australia that know these names John Maxwell Jack Canfield, Zig Ziglar, one of my favourites, Les Blam, Seth Godin, and Sharon Letcher from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. 
So without any further ado, please help me welcome to the show, Nancy Matthews. Hello, hello. Thank you, Sally. And oh my goodness, congratulations on being the top female podcast in Australia. Top 50, you said? Yeah, in the top 50. Wow. So we're number 45, but it's uh, but with very, very good company, but great celebration. That is huge. Congratulations. Thank you. So I'd love to share uh, with the audience because I know you've got such a great uh, success story and been through trials and tribulations like most of us. Can mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about your backstory, the warts and all, uh, and then how that came about <laughs> to the, uh, the, uh, the one philosophy? I love it. The warts and all. Don't we all have warts? So... <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say my you know, my my business background was combined with my personal background in an interesting way. So uh, I wanted to be a lawyer. That's that was my dream when I was a kid. Yeah. So I went to college and I moved down to Florida from New York. And I was like, well, before I go get a job in a law firm, I should, I mean, before I go to law school, let me get a job in a law firm to see if I even like it, you know, before I go and invest all this time and money. So I get a job at a law firm. Uh, it's in Fort Lauderdale in the early 80s. And if you know anything about Fort Lauderdale, Florida in the early 80s, it was party town. And I, I fell right into having a really, really good time mm -hmm. and being a little bit careless. I, uh, I would say that I lost sight of my goal at that time. Mm -hmm. And as a result of some carelessness, mm -hmm. I got the best gift in life. Uh, and I got pregnant, decided to have my son uh, on my own when I was single. And that kind of put going to law school on the shelf for a while. So I stayed in the legal field for many, many years, decided to go back to law school uh, about 15 years later, and then my grandmother died and then something happened. So I, it was interesting how I consistently got derailed from that ultimate goal and all for good reason, because I know that I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. I love my life. I love what I get to do every day. So, uh, that's kind of the backstory, I, yeah. pieces of it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, and I find it interesting with those, um, and I know we've talked and shared a little bit about those, as you get derailed and ha as you have those setbacks, it's almost those little nudges to go, hey, this is where you're meant to be. You're meant yeah. to be over here. This is this place that you serve from. So how did you um, really get to, uh, to experience and understand that that was in actual fact uh, the right right path because lots of people have those nudges and go sort of, yeah, sort sure. of sit there with two feet in um you know either side going you know should i shouldn't i well you sit there with your two feet on either side going shouldn't or shouldn't i and sometimes mm -hmm. you're like why is this happening to me how come <laughs> like you know like why are all these obstacles coming in my way and it mm -hmm. It was a long time before I could look at what was happening in the present that maybe wasn't so pleasant to be able to look at what's happening right now mm. with the same type of insight that we get from hindsight. Hindsight, yes. Right. So if, if we can find insight in the moment, the same way that we have hindsight, because when you look back on things, you're like, mm -hmm. oh, that's why that happened. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. I get it. 
when we're in the midst of the storm, we can't always recognize it. And, you know, in fact, with the whole pandemic, mm -hmm. there were so many things, gifts that came out of it and lots of tragedy. I'm not minimizing the, the mm -hmm. difficulties by, by any lengths, but when you can look at every circumstance to find what mm -hmm. is the next good step, what's the gift inside of you know, the, the not so good stuff that can come your way. That mm. takes practice. It takes some emotional maturity. It, you know, uh, I, I went through lots of struggles and stomping my feet and feeling not good about myself. So it's been a process and it still is. Mm. I think you've used a couple of really good phrases there. This, um, a, the practice and the ability to see things um, or see something every day. And I think that for me stems from uh, having read and sort of gone through the process uh, parts of the process of the uh, one philosophy mm -hmm. it's that it's that practice so talk to us a little bit more about some of those daily practices and then lead into the one philosophy as sure well. sure so I have been a proponent and practitioner of journaling mm. since oh my gosh probably 35 or 40 years now mm. and I first used it as an outlet when my life was terrible. Like it was miserable. Like I was in a bad marriage. He was an alcoholic and lots of other things. I had young children. I was codependent, didn't know how to get out of this. And the therapist I was seeing at the time recommended journaling or I read a book and it said, try journaling. So my journaling in the beginning was a release for all the not so good stuff that I was experiencing. And as I did that, and this is really a tip, a daily mm. practice, which I've continued to this day, mm. is starting your day off with an intention mm. of it being a good day. Like I want to bring my best. Like we get the chance every morning that we wake up to have a fresh, clean slate. Yeah, mm. we might be carrying some baggage from from what's going on or what you have to deal with during the day, but find ways to say, I'm going to deal with this from the perspective of compassion. I'm going to deal with this from the perspective of love. I'm going to mm. deal with this from strength. I'm going to deal with this from peace. I'm going to find a habit, like mm. make it a point to at least start your day in that way. And of course, gratitude is a big mm. practice because that will shift you. If you can find something to be grateful for, it mm. lifts you up out of what's not so good. Mm. Um, even if just by a little bit, mm. And I know you know that you practice these things too, I know. Yeah, I do. I've, I've just actually brought in another one. I actually have a rant files journal where I rant everything to get it, it out. Yeah. And then I've got my, my, my normal journals that's just on the desk on the other side, but that rant journal where I just need to drop uh, things get it down. Out. What, I, what, I, what I do with those is um, I call it a fun list. And I just go, I write down everything that's messed up and not nice, <laughs> F-U-N, if you know what I mean. And I just write everything down, all the nasty stuff. And I like to tear it up after I write it <laughs> or burn it. Those are oh, fun things it. to do too. Yeah, fun things to do. Yeah. Now, when you were talking about the um, your journaling and the intention setting for the mm -hmm. day, I actually noticed that you actually uh, referenced it as a single word. Mm. It's, that's part of one of the practices that I do is, yeah. um, you know, who do I want to be today? Who do I choose to be? How do I want to show up? Mm -hmm. And I will often pick one to three words as, mm -hmm. you know, what's the essence of how I want to show up today. And yeah. that's really helpful. 
And I think that um, also going to, um, I think that ties into one of your phrases that I hear you say, and I, I was just writ written in my notes from your book was, what do you want to bring into your life? Mm -hmm. It's a question, yeah. you ask that question a lot. I do. Yeah. What do you want to bring? You get to choose. Do you want to bring, you know, worries and fears and doubts, or do you want to bring hope and mm. optimism and opportunities, possibilities? Mm. Right? And, and listen, I get it when you're in the midst of a really bad storm, it's not so easy to see those, those things. So you got to start with, with little things. Mm. And, you know, th this show is all about success secrets exposed. So all of us, as you've said, face challenges, obstacles, problems is the one thing that will probably never go away, right? <laughs> There's always going to be problems. Yeah. It's how we deal with them that determines the quality of our lives mm -hmm. and getting good at that, being able to, to, to respond in a way that feels better for you and those around mm -hmm. you that's where a daily practice comes into play. Um, John Maxwell, you mentioned before, uh, who is an amazing leadership expert. He's written probably 80 books on leadership by now. And he often says that true leaders develop daily. Oh, nice. Mm. And the reason that leaders develop daily, they need to develop daily, is that when you think about it, leadership happens in the moment mm. so while leaders develop daily but leadership happens in the moment so mm. how are you going to lead now in the midst of this storm mm. so very very relevant mm. yeah that's very powerful that's really hit me thank you mm. so for, for, wow <laughs> That's, beautiful. That's why we, you know, I think another John Maxwell phrase is every day you're either preparing or repairing. Mm. Mm. And if we prepare, if we get ourselves ready, if we get our mindset and our emotions conditioned to choose intentionally certain ways of being that you want to show up as mm. when we prepare in that way, there's a lot less repairing that needs to happen. And that, you know, really dovetails with what the one philosophy is all about. Mm, mm. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the one philosophy for those that are yet to discover it. Yet to discover <laughs> it. And I trust that you will. It's a great little book yeah. with the message that treat each and every person that you meet as the one. Mm. And here's what we're, let's go deeper into that. Mm. If you think about someone who you think is the one, the next best client, the person you're going to marry, somebody who's going to give you a hookup to get tickets to a show or whatever it is. Oh, they're the one. Mm. When we think we're in the presence of somebody who's the one, do as humans pay more attention. We place more value on them. We listen more closely. Like we're, we, we care more about that person. Mm than someone who we don't know yet, you know, a stranger at a content, uh, at a, uh, a networking event, at the supermarket, whatever it is, mm -hmm. because we think that they can actually do something for us, mm -hmm. we tend to place a higher value on them. Mm -hmm. And when I had that discovery about myself and my own behavior, I was like, well, that doesn't feel good. I know it. 
everybody matters and everybody has value. Mm -hmm. So I just started a little experiment of treating each and every person I meet with that same level of excitement and enthusiasm and, and really valuing them, being curious just to find out who they were mm -hmm. and why the universe conspired to bring us together in that moment. Mm -hmm. And through that experiment, so many beautiful miracles mm -hmm. unfolded one after another, after another. And I was like, wow, this is really how we're mm -hmm. meant to be with each other. Mm. And it's the golden rule and it's, it's, you know, treat others as you want to be treated. And every religion has a, an aspect to it. It's Ubuntu. I am because you are, and we are all like, we're all so connected. Mm. And when I share this message of the one philosophy, which I've been doing for, um, well over a decade now, the audience just like you know everybody sitting here watching you're like yeah i get that i love to be that way i am that way and i bet you are chances are if you're watching this show you're someone who does treat people as the one mm. most of the time yeah <laughs> <laughs> right it's who we want to be that's the best of us that we want to be i want to mm. be able to be love and kindness to everyone i meet mm. right mm. we do want that and then I, you know, thought about, well, what happens? How come we don't? Well, because we're worried because somebody took advantage of us. That person stole for us and we watch the news and we see liars and thieves and people we can't trust everywhere we go. And of course, we're going to put up guards and shields. So part of what the book provides is a framework for who you're being, what you're bringing to the table, so to speak in order to be the one that starts this mm. because when you do everyone around you will respond sometimes it takes longer than others to get yeah. them to open up <laughs> and that's okay that becomes part of the game for me anyway that's uh, just loving that because part of that uh, I see that as and describe that here in Australia as, as ripple effects. You know, mm -hmm. it, it creates yeah. the or domino effects. It's the ripple mm -hmm. effects. Now I remember um, when we were talking originally that you had a. I'm going to ask you about the big goal as it relates to sort of the number of people that you're wanting to impact in the book and all those sorts of things. Can you share a little bit about that? Um, I know it's deeply personal, uh, but share a little bit about that um, so we can help create the ripple effects for you. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. So I'm, I'm not sure which aspect of one of my dreams or goals you're referring to. No, okay. <laughs> you mentioned the right one. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it, it'll all be perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, my vision is a world where everyone does treat each other as the one. Mm. And, you know, how many billion people on the planet i do believe that we'll be able to get to that and it starts with me and you mm. so if we show up this way and then our families are impacted and we're being a demonstration for our children our siblings the people we work with it just happens one at a time and that's where the message just needs to keep expanding and i created um, a, a new program and it's called the people skills Academy mm -hmm. and through the people skills Academy, we provide the tools, the mindset and the skill set mm -hmm. to equip you to show up, to be the one for everyone. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And one of the um, one of the um, I call it phrases or little catch points uh, when I was looking uh, further into the uh, to the uh, People's Skills Academy was that ninety percent of stress, conflict, fear, worry, strife, sadness, all those sorts of things yeah. is caused by the interactions that we have, and I'm going to use the we have with other mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Um, so can you unpack that a little bit for us um, so people can sort of see themselves um, as that change or where they are now and where they'd like yeah. to be as we started to discuss? For sure, for sure. So th- think about this. I want you to kind of run your memory over the past week, let's say, mm-hmm. and every time you got irritated, ticked off, upset, disappointed, hurt, angry, was there another human being involved? (laughs) I would say minimum of 90% of the time there was. And when we can have better communication and interaction with each other, Mm -hmm. then we get to have a better life and, and less of that will happen. So an example of this is I just moved into a new home. There were there were lots of moving parts. A lot of things went well, and a few things didn't go so well. And I, I said I said to my friend, I was like, moving is an opportunity for spiritual growth. <laughs> <laughs> and here, right? But here's the thing: if we can look at all of those struggles we go through as an opportunity for spiritual growth. How can I be calm in the face of what's going on? Or how can I have my fit and my temper tantrum because I didn't have internet in my new home for four days. And you know, I could blame somebody else, but I didn't check the cord before I moved in. Right. (laughs) I could, our toilets backed up this morning. Come on. You can't make this stuff up. Really? You know, and, and what I will say is rather than, yes, I got a little upset or I was, you know, out of sorts, so to speak, but rather than um, always being upset and angry when everything Mm -hmm. like that happens and those things are going to happen, I got to tell you my, the cable person worked so diligently to make sure everything was connected prop. He was nice. He was courteous. He took great care of us. Mm. The landlord where I'm renting right now, within two hours, had a plumber out here fixing the problem. So the way you treat others Mm. turns into the way that they treat you. Mm. So, So part of what the people skills is designed to do is to give us better skills to equip us to deal with, you know, challenges that come up. And there are people that you're going to run into who are going to be nasty and not nice. Like there's, there's a whole variety of people out there. Mm. And if, if somebody's angry and yelling and you get angry and yell, chances are there's not going to be a resolution. Yeah. But if somebody's angry and yelling and you can listen with compassion mm. and, and, remove yourself they're just feeling pain and hurt they're not yet there's a lot to it there's a lot to it oh beautiful peter one of our regulars hi peter has just said probably problem hides an opportunity waiting to be discovered yes it does if you're looking for it or if you're just saying oh my god look at this problem look at this problem i know there or shift like Peter says, there must be an opportunity. If there's a problem, there must be an opportunity, cause and effect, right? I love that. Right. 
yeah yeah and that come and um, that just reminds me of talking about the cause and effect um as a bit of a um a, not a recap but a bit of a, a scenario as it relates to the one philosophy you have a phrase which i'm just glancing at because i've just written it down the mm -hmm. role is your role is to be the one the your role is to be the cause and the effect effect takes care of itself yes yes, yes. which is what you were just describing yeah well yeah. and 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 let's if i can let's mm. talk about philosophy relates to business a little bit mm, please because when you treat every person you meet as the one and you're really listening to them mm. not planning what you're going to say mm. you know rehearsing your script in your head but you're really listening you now have the opportunity number one to build a true connection and we know that people will do business with people they know like and trust and when you listen to people they feel valued they feel heard they feel that you care about them and that's what we all want Mm -hmm. I want to know that you care about me before I give you a check, mm -hmm. whatever the business is. Right. And, and our, our, our sales, you know, that, that, you know, we've purchased things and it felt like we just got sold and they didn't care mm -hmm. about us or take care of like, that's the old sales model that yeah. has so many people resistant to selling. Mm -hmm. But when you start as the, the, the business owner or consultant coach or speaker, whatever that is with a true care for the other person. And you listen, the beautiful thing is you create this place for the other person to feel safe enough to tell you what they really want. Yeah. That bubble. Right. And when, when you know what they really want, cause if you created this bubble of safety, if you have a product or service that can, have them get what they want, they will buy it from you. Mm. Mm. So we've got to start by being the cause, being the one who demonstrates love, care, and compassion mm. and curiosity for mm. other people. The effect will be, especially in a, a business type of a conversation, you display those, you emanate those, mm. those feelings and emotions. The person will feel safe. We'll let their guard down. We're all walking around with our guard up, right? Because we have all those hurts and, and right. So the way you dissolve that is with caring. Mm. You dissolve that, then their authentic self, their true desires can show. And then if there's a match, you've got business. Yeah. yeah beautiful. Yeah. And part of that, um, I suppose from your experience as it relates to the having been in that leadership space for such a long time and in that sales uh, space and you would have really noticed the shift uh, that's occurred um now going from that old sales model of what mm -hmm. i refer to as force uh, yes. through flow um can you I share like some it. yeah thank you uh share some of the stories mm -hmm. because I've, I've heard some of the success stories within your community but can you perhaps reference some of the stories where you've seen people transform in that sort of sales scenario oh yeah so christina for example uh who you probably met when you were doing the momentum with us so christina uh beautiful spirited soulful woman who's a photographer and she's been an event photographer for for many many years and she also has a gift and a skill set around guiding people to find their soul's purpose 
So she was pivoting into doing more of that rather than the photography and didn't like picking up the phone or getting on zoom and, and having sales conversations, yeah. right? The sales conversation, the phone is so heavy. I don't want to pick it up. Right. Yeah. So we, um, you know, guided her in the process of showing up as the one being interested and asking lots of questions to find out about this other person, not, not questions that are like, do you want to buy my thing? Do you want to, you need to find about what's happening for them and in their lives in order to make an impact. So she followed this process that we taught her um, at a two day training that we did a sales and marketing boot camp, mm -hmm. And within four days, she had brought in $3,000 of new money in a brand new business. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Right. You know, I had another client who, and this is, this is a tip for everyone that I, that I, I encourage and invite you to go do mm. because most people hesitate making sales calls. You don't want to be sleazy. You don't want to be pushy. And I don't want you to be that either. I want you to be <laughs> the one who cares. Yeah. I want you to pick up the phone and care about somebody, mm. whether it's somebody you met at an event, a client you haven't talked to in a while, or perhaps mm. even an old friend who you haven't connected with. Mm. Just pick up the phone and call and see how they're doing. Mm. Um, one of my favorite personal stories around that was uh, back in 2009, I was working on my first book called Visionaries with Guts, and it was an anthology book and I invited others to contribute to it. So I was working on it. I was very excited about the project. And I called my one of my best friends since I'm five years old. And I was just calling her to see how she was doing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, Karen, how are you doing? What's happening? Tell me what's going on. She told me about her life. And then what do you think she did? Asked you about yours. Exactly. And I said, oh, wow, things are going really good. The kids are great and this is happening. And oh my gosh, I'm working on this project and I'm so excited about it. It's visionaries with guts and I have all these authors. And she's like, really, I want that. Uh. <laughs> I did not call with any thought or notion about selling her. Mm. I called because I cared. Mm. Now, I, I, there's a technique to this. And it involves that practice piece we talked about earlier and setting intentions. Mm. I was genuinely connected to and passionate about this project I was working on. So when I got asked, what's new with you? Mm. I didn't say, oh, I had Thai food for dinner last night. <laughs> yes. And don't we all default to that too? I know, I, which I did, by the way. <laughs> it was very good. Um, no, I shared my, what the thing I was most excited about. Mm. So here's, here's the second tip. Do your daily intention setting, pick mm. up the phone. I guess it's the third tip, reach out to somebody and connect and be excited mm. about what's happening, what you're bringing forth through mm. your business. Mm. And in this way, mm. you're now being the one for your own vision. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Fun. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's very, very good. Cause I, 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 
I hear it so often and I know I've defaulted, which is why I wanted to bring it up when you when someone when you do catch up with somebody like that, you can tend to be flippant and do 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 default to the oh what have you been up to? Oh not much, you know, blah blah and I've just had Thai, uh, thai food for dinner and all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But you could have actually achieved or you know accelerated growth in a certain way or helped somebody out that all ties into that big vision that we have, but we don't and I'm very guilty of this, is, I'm going to use the word to diminish, but that seems uh, too harsh. But in the, uh, yeah, you tend to sort of flick those sorts of things off versus actually birthing them or bringing them forth, as you mm-hmm. said, which is what's why that's resonated so much for me. And it's not um, uh, not necessarily bragging, but it's actually, it's, it's, it's voicing what you're actually passionate about and it's being the one for your vision right yeah wow yeah and sometimes we can forget and sometimes that that passion or fire can go out especially if you've tried a few things and they haven't worked out the way that you hope you know you sent out that email and you were going to make all this money or so many people were going to respond and you got you know many unsubscribes instead like there are things that happen that can deflate us yeah which is why leaders develop daily daily yeah why we have a practice and uh that is the most important piece is before you turn on the news before you pick up the phone and scroll through your email and social media and everything give attention to yourself your spirit your soul who do you want to be today Mm. we get to choose Mm. and 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 that's part of being the one so those there's six principles to support you in living the one philosophy and you know trust you'll get the book and you'll dive into it i've got some great techniques to help us at those times when you run into those challenging people right because they're out there yes and remember everything is an opportunity for growth right? <laughs> and problems are opportunities thank you peter for that one yeah. right yeah um, so one of the principles in the one and this goes ties to business it ties to your family relationships and your friends in order for people to really connect with you and trust you trust is the biggest currency in order for people to trust you you've got to be authentic mm. you've got to walk your walk and you know follow, follow you know walk your talk mm. uh, the the principle that i teach in the book is called exhibiting exemplary behavior mm. so think about somebody someone a famous person or someone in your family or in your business life that you really admire mm. Is it the, is it really the amount of money they make or the car they drive Mm. or is it who they are and particularly who they are in times of challenge Mm. that when, when you can exhibit that behavior most of the time, and when you make a mistake or meet, don't, don't hit a deadline, Mm. you own up to it. You know, we all know when somebody's BSing us, oh, I said that the other day. No, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) You're breaking trust. Yeah. Take response. Yeah, I'm so sorry. You know what? I totally messed that up. I apologize. Mm. 
And that's straight away, you can feel the difference in that in that energy straight away, just in in you sort of role playing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. And yeah. it takes practice, and we're not practiced at this. From the time mm. we were three years old, playing in the house, and we broke the lamp, and we're like, I didn't do it. <laughs> right that's where this stuff got developed from right yeah. and they're through no fault of our own we're all in this you know practice session of of yeah, making that. it through life as best as possible yeah yeah very much so yeah. i'm going to ask um a a, que a question now um, okay. As it relates to the, I'm going to call it the sales questions. Okay. Uh, one of my mentors years ago always talks about uh, having the ability to ask really great questions. Mm -hmm. And you've talked about the sales process being different and that level of care. So what's one of your favorite, I'm going to call it a care sales question. When, you, when you're having that discovery call, uh, when you are, you are in that sales process and you're exhibiting all the exemplary behaviour, what what is an example of a good sales care question? Um, there are phases of a sales process that 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 we guide people through, and I, I call it the anatomy of the sales process, mm -hmm. and. And in each of those phases, there are different types of questions to ask. Mm -hmm. So in the first phase of the process, you're gonna ask questions that are about their life and or their business in general. Mm -hmm. so, so for example, I might say, um, oh, Sally, it's so good to connect. And, and there's a distinction between a discovery call where the person knows that this is a consultative call you know if you do a free complimentary session or something like that um as opposed to i'm just calling to reach out and reconnect with you there's a there's a little bit of a cadence difference in both of those yeah. uh, but if it was a discovery call process i would i start off with what would you most like to get from our time together today or do you have a pressing question? Mm. If there are coaches, consultants listening to this right now, and you do discovery calls as a part of your process for bringing in new clients, mm. start every single mm. conversation with that sentence. Yeah. Is there something that you'd most like to get from our time together today? Or do you have a burning question? what that does which i'm sure you can get is it now when they tell me it lets me respond to exactly what they want yeah it also lets them know that i want to give them value i want to make sure they get something good today mm. i want to be the one to make sure they get what they want today yeah so that's that's in the beginning of a discovery call process yeah, that's that's beautiful. And again, straight away, you can feel the the energy and the the difference in that versus um, I don't know what are the I was going to say what are the boring batshit ones, but um, <laughs> how, how how are you? How was your day? Yeah. You know, yeah. what can I help you with? Which is nearly right. as bad as bad yeah. as the retail person that says hello. Can I help you with something? And we all just default to no. saying no. I'm just looking. <laughs> Right. We, none of us want that to be, you know, on the other side of the shoe. And, and here's the other thing for those um, coaches or consultants who are listening in. 
If you do these um, complimentary or low-cost discovery calls as part of your process, have them fill out a questionnaire or an intake mm. form in advance. Mm. It, it serves two purposes. Purpose number one is it actually gets them thinking more focused about what it is that they want. So they come to the call knowing that we're doing business here. We're not chit-chatting. They know mm. there's a purpose for it. Yeah. The second thing it does, it saves you time. Mm. So tell me about your business. Do you have a website? Tell me what kind of challenges you're experiencing. What are some of the things you'd like to get out of it? You, you take 15 minutes in a discovery call doing that yeah. when you can get it on a form ahead of time and dive right in. So people complain, yeah. oh, I don't have enough time. I just saved you 15 minutes on every single appointment. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. brilliant. And I love um, love the way that you phrase that because it helps them um, and you be focused mm -hmm. but also prepared. You get to, to be prepared in the way you need to help serve them and they yeah. get prepared in that they are there to have a proper, what I'm going to call a proper yeah. conversation. Yes. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, so is it? Is there anything else, just as we start to close in the lot, we've got still a few minutes, anything that you would like to express or invite people as it relates to the One Philosophy or the People Skills Academy? Hmm. Uh, yes. So get the book. It's really, really good. And it's a tiny little book. I have one right here. So here, here's the, the most recent edition that I just released and it's thin. So people yeah. say, oh my gosh, it's such a little book. And yeah, I, I made a small book because most people could read it. And guess what else? The truth doesn't need a whole lot of words. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, so grab the book at the one philosophy.com. And if you'd like some, you know, support and be better equipped in your people skills, as you meet all the many interesting people that are placed in your path, uh, just go to the people skills academy.com and uh you can um there's a button there for you to sign up and i give you some practice tools to give you to get you going yeah beautiful um and just as a bit of a, a recap and i'll 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 um share the ones that i've jotted down in my busyness here and please <laughs> you're, in you're so any, awesome <laughs> and you please are. fill any that any that i miss so some of the daily practices for success because I, I love sharing and modeling off other people's success systems is the habit of journaling um, both the good and the bad, um, but also journaling with some very, very specific intentions. So what are you bringing into that, into your world in that day, in that moment? Can I give um, a quick tip on that? Yeah, when you notice that you're actually writing down things that um, don't feel good, you're complaining about, and you, like you're no, just notice what you're doing is focusing on all the things you do not want. want. Look at that list and see if you can, how can I turn this around? Well, if that's yeah. what I don't want, nobody's showing up on my team and they're not doing, well, what do you want? Oh, I mm. want people to show up on time. I want the, just become aware when you're writing down those things that don't feel good mm. and then see if you can switch it and it'll shift your experience. Yeah, very much so, which ties back into the question that I uh, you ask so often is what, so what do you want to bring into your life? So that's how, how you um, is a right. great, again, right. a great question to br yeah. uh, bridge and transform 
um, those energies and perspectives. So brilliant, thank you. Um, be curious um, about other people so you can then demonstrate your care. Um, I heard for me that it's about being curious first so you can then care. Uh, it may be care then curious. For me, it sort of sounds as though it's that way around for me. Um, I love the intake form and that's not a word that we actually use, I don't think, very much here in Australia. We call it a survey and nobody likes doing surveys because they always take too long. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that intake form is a really nice uh, phrasing. Um, and uh, true leaders uh, develop daily, which, uh, which is one of the quotes from uh, John Maxwell. John Maxwell, yeah. yeah. And you do that because leadership happens in the moment. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we do still have a couple of minutes, so we actually recapped quite quickly. Is there anything okay. else that you would like to share with the audience? Hmm. How can they, for those that, sorry, I'll, I'll let you answer that. And I'm also, <laughs> for those that get it, have got it as excited as I have as it relates to the one philosophy and really showing up as that uh, being the one for others, mm -hmm. how can they help create the ripple effects? So get the principles and when you go to the one philosophy.com you can actually get a free download of the six principles mm -hmm. and start living them start sharing them there is a facebook page called the one philosophy mm -hmm. uh, so we post in there we share stories mm -hmm. about the one so every time you have an experience where you got to be the one for somebody or somebody got mm -hmm. to be the one for you opening a car door my sister delivered stools i needed stools for my new house in my kitchen and my sister's like i have these do you want them i'm like yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. like it's everywhere yeah. be the one for others kind words um doing things for people that you know they can't do just get out there and be the one give first Mm. be the cause and trust that the effect follows. Mm. And that's probably the biggest step that we've all got to learn is like, I can give, I'm going to, I'm going to get back. It's okay. I can give that's mm. that abundance and practice. So go to the one philosophy, uh, pay business page on Facebook, share your stories, invite mm. other people and let's all be the one to change the world. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you very, very much, um, Nancy. Mm. It's been an absolute uh, pleasure to have you uh, on board and, and sharing so much of your uh, wisdom uh, with us today. Can I ask you also, just as we've just got about three minutes left, mm -hmm. uh, to share a little bit also about uh, the Women's Prosperity Network because that Yay. was how I how I first met you. Yes, uh, it's an, an, a phenomenal uh, group of uh, women that are changing the world in their own special ways. Beautiful. Thank you for that. And I was hoping we get to talk about that. So, uh, Women's Prosperity Network is a community for impact-focused women to serve more people, to increase their impact and amplify their income, you know, mm -hmm. amplify the, both of those things. I think there's a lot of synergy between our passions and our desires. Mm -hmm. And so just go to womensprosperitynetwork.com. We bring our community together in a variety of ways, uh, and we'd love to have you come play with us. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and even though it's called Women's Prosperity Network and is predominantly women, there is often some very special men within the yes, community yes, yes. as well. So I must mention that, particularly as Peter's on the call today, because that yes. would be something very special for him. Uh, and it was created by yourself and your two sisters. Yes. So we share that, share that story very yes. quickly. Yes. <laughs> uh, so in 2008, we created Women's Prosperity Network. So it's myself. Uh, I'm the youngest in the family. My sister Trish is next in line. And then my sister Susan. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were seeking and back in the, you know, in 2008, there weren't as many women's organizations as there are today. There were many, but we wanted to create a, a, a continuing community of support that would bridge together those really great seminars that we go to with the support to carry through what you got excited about at the event because yeah. i think most people have had some experience of i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this yeah 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 and then monday comes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to be there on monday particularly we want to be there on wednesday so every wednesday morning we do a show called wow wednesday and uh, uh did i have you on wow i think i did right yeah. oh no yeah. that uh, no, we no, did, I think some, I did a podcast. I did a podcast. We did something different. Yeah. 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 So I'd love but, to have you on. Wow. I'm saying it. So let's make that happen. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can definitely do that. So I just, I'll, I'll just sharing in closing my experience was I found, and I don't even know how I found, oh no, I got referred in through yes. uh, one of my connections on LinkedIn. Daryl. Um, Daryl, that's right. I met Trish and then it ended up becoming part of the uh, the community um, from a networking perspective. So during the pandemic, um, obviously most of us were networking online. I found the community of women and have tapped into that. Um, but the level of, I'm going to use the word care, the level of care and connection that occurs at those virtual networking in the way that you facilitate the virtual networking, which is now very, very much global, has been a, a, an extraordinary experience for me. So I just wanted to make sure we had the opportunity to share that. Thank you. Does. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for uh, joining us and sharing the One Philosophy, the People Academy, and of course, Women's Prosperity Network. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, for those that are part of the uh, the community here, please reach out to Nancy. We've had the um, information and the way that you can do that going across the ticker. And of course, that'll be up on all, all of our social media sites as well. Thank you very awesome. much, uh, Roxy, who's just popped that up. Well done. Um, <laughs> and we will wish everybody to the opportunity to create their own ripple effects for themselves, their business and their community by demonstrating exemplary um, behavior as being the one. So thank you very, very much, Nancy. And My I pleasure. look forward to sharing with you again very, yes. very soon. Namaste. Namaste, thank you very much. Thank you very much, everyone. And we will look forward to seeing you next week for another show of Success Secrets Exposed. Take care. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. I trust you got some inspirational tips to move you forward. See you next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern for more Success Secrets Exposed.